0: Welcome to the Sooner Catholic Podcast. Hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome to this week's episode of the Sooner Catholic Podcast. We are reviewing the Ash Wednesday talk of I've Fallen and I Can't Get Up. How to Move Forward When You Feel Stuck. Um, and we gave a shout out to Our Lady, I believe her name is Edith, on, on Life Alert. If you remember that commercial, that infomercial. Uh, so we're we're just gonna again. Can I continue the discussion of last night's um, talk when we broke out into discussion groups? And if you if you didn't listen, uh, hopefully you'll catch bits and pieces throughout this episode. Welcome to the three-fold process of of living the prodigal son lifestyle. Right. So leaving leaving the father's house, going to the foreign land, eating at the pig pods, and coming back to the father's house, and that breaks down in this threefold process of realize, surrender, and cooperate. We also talked uh, a little bit about how, like, that is what makes the saints holy, right? Constantly realizing and surrendering and cooperating. And to the extent that we do that, we, we strive for holiness. And to the extent that we, we don't realize that we're eating from the pig pods or surrendering and coming back to God and, and cooperating with Him, that that we just live in sin. And so this Lent, choosing something for our fast that is a opportunity to cooperate, right? Not an initiative giving up something random. But how do we cooperate with, with God and His grace and His love? So, Trevor, what what stood out to you from, from last
1: night? I think one of the things that most struck me was the second part of that three kind of uh, – the three parts of, of, of identifying um, someone's encounter with God, right? This this uh, realize, surrender, and cooperate, I think it was. And I think the surrender was the part that stood out to me the most. And, and, and I think you, you emphasized this in the talk, but you talked about how oftentimes, right, we, we realize – we realize that there's a gap. We realize there's a hole and we just try to like fix it. Um, all right. So maybe you realize that you feel like you don't have a lot of energy for your day. So that's your moment of realize instead of surrendering and realizing, uh, that there is, there's an invitation from the Lord to, to trust in him, to, to find your, your source of life in him. We instead turn to the cooperate phase immediately. And we say, aha, if I'm tired, then I need to, you know, start the keto diet and to start to work Mm -hmm. out like four days a week. Um, right like so it's like this this activism this like uh this world that only measures we live in we live in a culture that's very material right so we only measure those things that are material so so the surrender moment is not really an option that's that's provided within the dominant secular culture um because there's nothing to surrender to uh, Mm -hmm. right it's only it's only a a, a problem of form and so i think yeah what really stood out to me is that i often tend towards this myself like i don't uh, allow that moment of surrender to be a moment of like reconversion of my heart um, of, of of repenting and believing in the gospel that jesus like came to to bring me life to to bring me out of my sin um, to bring me towards his own likeness instead I, I recognize a hole, and and because i resist god's mercy i want to like fix it myself mm-hmm. um so yeah I, I think i think that that was one of the things that stood out to me the most was just like how often do we miss God providing us these moments when we, when we fall or when we're prideful or angry or, you know, just living in in a place like yeah living in a foreign land and feeding from the pig pods. And we have this moment where we recognize, we, we realize we want something more and, but we, we miss the most crucial thing, which is, which is to re-encounter the father's love.
0: I think to be honest, I think that actually it was one of the things that stood out to me the most. It was, was the surrender of, of why we don't do it, how to do it and how often to do it. Just, just, Honestly, just surrender is really what stuck out to me as well. And I was thinking about uh, two kind of stories or examples that illustrate that that same point of skipping the surrender and what it looks like. One is a real life, and one's kind of an example. But uh, there is this there's this man. His name was his name was Alex. But it's not me. It's not some like kind of weird story. <laughs> it's is a man named Alex at a different campus years ago. And and uh, we we went on a retreat. and He's like this like random like last minute sign up and he he kind of showed up like day of and we we went on this um on this kind of like intense retreat called the spiritual boot camp and there's a lot of praying a lot of adoration and um and he's i remember on the way there he's kind of like yeah you know like like, everyone's kind of like who is this guy and he's kind of like a he loved like edm you know like electronic dance music and and just kind of a a chill guy (laughs) uh and anyways we get there and then um i guess he's had some kind of realization moment in in adoration of like looking at his life and so then at the end of the church, like dude how was it for you he's like dude i realized that like god isn't like i thought he was calling me to be a a father but he's calling me to be a spiritual father like to be a priest and everyone's like in tears i was like oh my gosh that's so powerful and and it was like oh man like that that is that is really crazy and um it, and I think what ended up happening is he had this moment to realize and instead of su- like surrender and cooperate, it was more like realize and then like instigate or initiate. And so then a few weeks later, I remember asking like, Hey, like has anyone seen Alex? Like what's going on? And someone's like, Oh, I saw on his social media, he's backpacking to the Himalayas. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of the story. It's like, he had dropped out of school and he wasn't like pursuing the priesthood. He was just kind of like on some adventure some quest. And, uh, and I think what can happen is, like, when when you're, like, initiating or instigating some kind of response to, like, this realization, right, like, there's a hole in your life, it can just be quickly undone or go, you know, like, a totally different direction. And, like, how yeah. often, like, the second example is, like, again, like, you kind of like with, like, the diet exercise thing that you mentioned is, like, there's been times in my life I've realized, oh, I really need to exercise. I'm really out of shape. And then I'll initiate and I'll put, like, running shoes by the door, right? And I'm, like, oh, I'm going to see mom on my way out. I'm going to go for a run. And a week later, I'm like, these shoes are dangerous here. Someone might trip over them. Let me put them in my closet. Aha. And then you know what I mean? Like, it can be undone. I think without, like, this moment of surrender, realizing, like, Lord, I am helpless and I need your grace and your mercy in this. And I just turn all over my thinking of how I could correct this or how I could fix this over to you. And give me the wisdom to cooperate with you, to, to follow you in this change in my life. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think this surrender, right, like at the heart of uh, – Adam and Eve's rebellion in the garden was was the the inability to surrender, right? So, you have this this lie being purported by by the evil one, right? Who famously you know said that he would he will not serve. You have this lie that that he that he gives them like you can't trust God, um, you know God's hiding something out from you. And there's this this response that happens where where they you know the Catechism says they lose faith or they lose trust in their Creator. Um, they let the trust of their Creator die in their heart, and I think like. What, when we talk about skipping over the surrender step, it's skipping over what it fundamentally means to be like a son or daughter of God. Is like recognizing that there that there is a limitation to my nature, um, that's only found and perfected in Christ um, and, and in the one true God. And it's like instead seeking to be like God but without Him. Um, right? There, there's this like, yeah, it's it's the Tower of Babel. Right? It's like we want to build our own our own utopia. We want to build this this perfect place, but we want to build it, you know, in spite of God. And so I think like. When I say all these things, it's it's why when Jesus encounters people in the Gospels, he's he. I think the people that often had the most profound, and we talked about this uh, last night, the difference between ongoing conversion versus like this like one time change. Mm-hmm. But I think the people that have those most profound one time change moments that you see in the Gospel. Are people that are in a place where they recognize that and they surrender to the reality right. that they that they don't have what it takes, mm-hmm. right? The, the the primary distinction between the Pharisees, who Jesus is always ragging on, and you know the beggars or the people who are by the side of the road, or you know all these people that come mm-hmm. to Jesus to become disciples. One is in a place where, where they don't want to give up control, and the other says, "I recognize that I do not have what it takes, and and I want to surrender to someone who does." Yeah. Um, so I think that this surrender is really not just like. You know, Alex put it in kind of this 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 template in this talk, but surrender is at the heart of, of the gospel message. And I think as Christians, we ought to look for everywhere in our life those moments when we when we have to surrender, because then we're filled with a greater greater awareness of our need for God, which leads us to turn to Him in love, um, and in trust. Yeah. it's so so
0: good. It's so good. I think the surrender portion of that that process, that three that three part process, is is really like where it's where reconciliation happens It's where repentance happens. It's where conversion and transformation happens. It's like, it's everything that we think that comes with, with like the, the cooperation stage, like the the cooperation stage of that is like the unfolding or the blossoming of that. Right. It's like, it's seeing the fruits of that and experiencing the fruits of that. And so, yeah, there are just so many instances, even it creeps into Lent, which is like, give up this thing and then just experience this change, like see what happens when you're, you're going to be so much happier. And it's still like a sense of taking control of like, oh, this thing has caused me like my life to be less than stellar or there's something I, 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 like, I like too much. If I can just weed it out of my life, then I'm going to be happier at the end. And it's still like a taking control of, you know, and yeah. and not experiencing the, the goodness that comes from like just. Being in the presence of God and saying like I rely on You as my Father and man I, I just think like I just see this too like kind of play out with my four year old like there's times again he does the whole realize cooperate thing like he'll realize he's caused his brother to cry or he's made Hillary and I angry or whatever and and he won't encounter us like he like we'll be like Oliver come here brother like come come talk to us like come like you know we can come say sorry to your brother we can like it, you know we can we can help this be okay. And he'll take it into his own hands and do something, whether it's a, a fit and cry and yell or whatever, or he'll like not talk intentionally and try to do something that fixes it, right? So he'll be like, "Hey, I I brought you this toy, brother," and it's like that's good. It's not really in its proper place or context. Like the things that that make that action loving, are, like they're just being manipulated. Like they're just it's in your own way. Like you're loving him on your own terms, and not on his terms, right? Not listening, like not obeying, and so it's like oh, that is a good thing, but it's it's like it's still missing the entire encounter that's going to leave you feeling loved and appreciated and valued, and not like you had to earn your way back, right, to to being loved, and 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 the other day too, he said something that made me tear up, and I think it, I think it ties in with this, which was like he just was like telling me in some, in a moment of clarity for him, kind of that that realizing and surrender was like he's like daddy, I want to. Um, when we get older I, I want to die at the same time because I don't want you to go to heaven without me and I don't want to be without you and and I, I just want to be together and whatever happens I just want to be together and go at the same time and it's like this moment of like surrender of like of like Lord, of, like Lord like whatever happens in my life like I want to stay with you like whatever whatever happens or wherever I might feel like I'm, I'm far from you I just want to be close to you and I think it's that same thing. And I don't know, dude, if this seems like a totally Protestant, like, mindset where it's not popular amongst Catholics to, like, have a prayer of surrender, you know? And it's like, I know we, we have the sacrament of confession, which is, like, it's the perfect opportunity to surrender. The Lord is promised to pour out His grace, both in, within Catholic teaching and also in mystics, revelation, like Sister Faustina. And, and I think there's so much opportunity for just like an abundance of grace and confession. But what would you say about just a, like an, a personal prayer of surrender and like the role that that plays in our life? Like, what does that look like? How often does it happen for you in your life? Like, what does surrender look like in your personal prayer, Trevor?
1: Yeah, I think the, the distinction. You know, I don't. I don't think uh, we do associate this a lot with Protestantism and kind of these. You know, um, these big conference or the you know the church, and it's like coming up to the front, and pray this prayer, and then you know. I think the distinction that we would make. Is that it's it's not a one time reality, but it's a consistent like reality that every like disciple of Jesus faces along the road of discipleship at each and every moment of their life, right? So like I think the distinction is not the idea that the prayer of surrender is bad; it's so good. It's a lifting of the heart to God and a recognition of our of who we are uh, in humility and in relation to Him. I think the the part that, that man, I would just I think every Catholic like has to understand is like this this is not something that happens like, it's kind of like what you're talking about, you know, the, the, the life of conversion is not, it does not happen once for all. It happens in a very uh, intentional way. Like you said, like, you know, you have these, these people that come to Jesus and are sick and they're healed immediately, but there's always this return um, to the source of healing that has to take Mm -hmm. place over the rest of the life. And so it's both and right. It's, it's both a one-time event. And it's also an event that continues to, to have like significance throughout the rest of your life and an event that, has not passed an event that keeps happening mm-hmm. um so i think this what you're talking about this spontaneous prayer of surrender I, I think honestly it would be my goal to continue to do that like more and more each day i think that there are moments each day when i pray this prayer um and i think as the lord is like growing me and stretching me through this time of my life and like preparing to be a father and you know I'm just constantly feeling like i'm up against things that are beyond my control um I think he's used that to create opportunities in my life and a greater awareness and humility of my my need to turn to him to surrender. But I think that like man, I would I would desire to continue to pray those prayers of surrender more and more and more and more. Like in 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 just the quiet, the little moments of my day that I, that I create or that God gives me um, to 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 come to him and be like, Lord, I need you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, super good. <laughs> Lord, I need you. Um, for our last, just
0: minute or two of the podcast today um i just want to close us in a prayer of surrender one that's from my own heart but uh, i just invite you in in the this moment of prayer just to to realize uh the holes in your life to realize the the foreign lands like what what has you leaving god Uh, what has you leaving intimacy with him what what are the pig pods what are things that just leave you totally empty and hungry for what is actually good um and to realize what what's causing you stress or anxiety or worry or discouragement, and yet yeah, to bring that to your heart and mind right now, and just to surrender whatever that is to the Lord, and whether it's big or small, and whether it's been happening for a long time or just came up today or yesterday, whatever it is, but I'm going to pray one for me and for my life, and and uh, and invite you each of you listening to, to join in as well. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Heavenly Father just come before you today this podcast with everyone listening just as your son as your daughter Lord we just admit our weakness and our powerlessness Just our tendency to grasp Lord and to try to control our life to ease our own pain to ease our own sorrow discomfort Lord you know our hearts and you know the circumstances of our life, Lord, do you see us in the ways that we struggle uniquely like no one else around us, Or do you see the crosses that we carry, that we have carried from our childhood, things that have left uh, an imprint on our heart and our mind, and things that have made our current reality difficult, or just hard memories that we carry, hard experiences that we carry through friends or family or whatever. Lord, I just pray for the true freedom and liberation from the the burdens that we impose on ourselves and from the burdens that our culture imposes on us, the burdens that our families unknowingly put on us. Lord, we just surrender these things to you. Heavenly Father, we give these to you as your children, knowing that you can take care of us, that you can provide for us, that you Mm -hmm. are powerful and you are good. Jesus, we surrender these things to you on the cross, knowing that this is why you came, this is why you lived and loved and taught and suffered and died, is that we could hand over our sins to you and our struggles and our worries and all the things that bind us to this earth. Jesus, we hand over all these things to you in light of the power of the crucifixion and the resurrection. Lord, we have nothing to carry on our own. Jesus, in everything you desire to be with us, to carry our cross, to redeem us. Lord, there is nothing we must do alone. There is no fight. We must fight alone. ready just surrender whatever it is to you that's been on our hearts and our minds. Mm-hmm. Come, Holy Spirit. Continue this work of being made new, being redeemed, being restored of living in um, our identity as beloved sons and daughters continue this work holy spirit give us the grace to cooperate with this work throughout this lent to live in the freedom and the joy and the peace and the gentleness the strength of spirit that you provide for us Lord Jesus we love you and we pray these things and trust in your holy and your good name please Jesus let us return back to this place of surrender and realizing often daily weekly hourly whatever it is let us cooperate with you Lord until we're made new in the kingdom of heaven And pray this in your good and holy name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen, amen. Okay. Y'all, uh, if that was your first ever prayer of surrender, thank you for for joining, uh, not for my sake, but for yours. And I just encourage you that you continue to, to realize and to surrender to God because he always hears us and he always wants to restore us and to redeem us. And the Holy Spirit always wants to unfold these works within us. And uh, and that's just good, man. I, I probably hit that that place just on my knees, like at the point of tears, like at least once a week of surrender. And uh, so it's just a joy to to cover that with you today, Trevor. Any last final words as we as we close, brother?
1: Go forth. The podcast is ended. Go in peace. Thanks be to God. <laughs> It was good times, but those times are over and we're thankful for them. Um, we're thankful they're over or thankful for the No, we're, well, we're th- it's its kind of like uh, Mass
0: is over, going in peace.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those. <laughs> going Mass is over.
0: <laughs> but essentially, we walk through the, the threefold process of. Oh, okay. Ooh. <laughs> Could that have been louder, you think? Or? <laughs> oh, my gosh, the spike. Well, she fell over because she eateth it.
1: Oh my.
0: Chris, cut that out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Don't do it. Don't do it.